You are now listening to an all-new episode of Bubble Bath Stories with your hosts, Nikki Trends and Manny Oso. What's up, What's everyone? up everybody? Is your girl Nikki Trends? <laughs> Do we introduce him yet? <laughs> no. He's so happy to be here. I know. That's what I like to see. I like exactly. to see people who are excited. What's up, everyone? This is Manny Oso. And we have a wonderful guest. He already said hi to you guys. Special guest, introduce yourself to the people. I'm Jonathan Wu. What's up, Nikki Manny? What's up? So please tell the people what it is you do. Um, I work as an assistant director in the uh, film and TV industry. Um, and so I know John because I was a part of this program in New York called Made in New York. Uh, if you want to get um, into the business, that's the best place to start. It's like this really intense one more one month course where they teach you everything you would need to know. You're both in that to be a production assistant. Yeah, he was like a yeah. class ahead of me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they just basically train you to become production assistants to uh, work in TV and film. So and, that's and, how you know him. And it was so yeah. cool because we actually watched one of his movies on Netflix. Yeah, we did. Tiger Tail. Um, We've seen a couple of his things. I remember he, he also did Barry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how was that movie for you? <laughs> what, Barry? Yeah. yeah. I loved Barry. Really? I loved Barry. Yeah, yeah, it was a good script. And then it was a lot of fun. This was a period piece. Yeah, so it was. It was fun to shoot that, yeah. Listen, I love you, but I I don't know if that was the best Obama movie. I think by, by the end of the movie, you're just like, wait a minute, where's the American flag? Did I at least show him with the suit on? <laughs> but one movie we can definitely agree was a great addition to your resume was Tiger Tail. So essentially yeah. this movie was about... Um, a father and a daughter's relationship, but yeah. it also goes does a lot of going in the past and seeing how he grew up and how he came to America. Can you tell us a little bit about the movie? Yeah, it's uh, it's um, actually a uh, Taiwanese American movie um, directed by Alan Yang, who's a uh, Taiwanese American himself. Um, and it just so happened I am also Taiwanese American. So, Taiwanese. So you know, like. You know, reading the script, it started. You know, like I, it felt you know close to home to me. But um, it's it's basically basically about like one man's journey through uh like three decades of his life. Um, and uh, you kind of see him grow up in Taiwan. Ha- you know, you see his relationship with his grandmother and his mother, and his story of immigrating to America, coming to New York in like the seventies or eighties, and then um, and then they show his relationship with his daughter present time um it's just you know following this guy's you know life and struggles of you know um his life his immigration story and his um relationship with his family no yeah it's a if you ever have a chance to check it out it's definitely interesting yeah to watch it's on netflix um when you when you guys open up on the film though it starts off it's going on like during his he's growing up during like a chinese revolution right or something. What was going on? Because I remember there was an inspection that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm horrible because I really don't know. <laughs> the <history. laughs> um, well, they, not they, like it you, was the Kuming Tang, right? Um, that was a that? soldier that I was trying to look it up as far as um, who they were mentioning. Kuming Tang. Yeah, Kuming Tang. Yeah. What, what were they? Um, 
I don't know. I think it's when, yeah, I don't know. I can tell you. I'm, I'm, I'm you decide, decide. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean. But what was the re what, why was he hiding though? He was they were hiding him for some reason, right? I don't know. I think they have to like document. You know, they have to document each resident, and then the grandma, you know, living with his grandma legally or something like that. Yeah. Well, there was a time in China where you could only have one kid, right? Yeah, but this is in Taiwan. Taiwan. Uh, so for people who don't know, like me, Taiwan is a part of China or is it not? It's for not. China. It's all separate country. Gotcha. Okay, you see, guys, you just want to worry about Chinese. Doesn't it depend who you ask? Yeah, it depends who you ask. Chinese people won't say that. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay, so we dive into the movie, and like Mandy said, you open it up, you see the character is currently living with his grandmother, and that, uh, it, so it just seems like he's going through a lot before he settles back with his mother, yeah. who, like, has a job in the factory, and then mm -hmm. it kind of just fast forwards to him being a teenager. I yeah. was watching this movie, and a lot of the parts when they show when he was older with his daughter felt it felt like the daughter was like the father, very like distant, yeah. wanting a relationship. Um, but it also seemed like he kind of resented his kids a little bit. Do you think he did? I was safe though, because you know, he, he had kids with women he did not love, right? Mm -hmm. So that definitely, you know, hinders their relationship. So you, you got the script, what was your initial feeling why you were reading this. I mean, you said earlier that it definitely was something that hit close, close to home to you, hit home yeah. to you. Um, so what, just talk a little bit about the emotion that you were feeling while you were reading the script. Um, Cause it, it was very similar to my family, you know, like immigrate, you know, I immigrated to this country in 86, you know, and then, you know, my, my family all came and then, um, you know, and, and also reading the script is like they they indicate the different languages. Yeah. Um, you know, each generation speaks, which is so true because that's that's how my my family is. Like I grew up, you know, I talk to my brothers and sisters in English, um, you know, even communicating with my mom. She'll talk to me in Mandarin and, you know, I'm comfortable speaking English. So I respond in English, too. <laughs> Um, it's funny you mentioned that because I was talking to her about that. How when you start the film, the subtitles they'll say, "Yeah, um, that subtitles in white are Mandarin and yeah. brackets is Taiwanese." Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, I mean, you now saying that you guys spoke the different languages because even in my family, you either spoke Spanish or English, and it spoke yeah. Spanish to your parents, nothing else because that was a respect thing, you know. Yeah. Um, but how important was it? include three languages you guys had to work with here um i i felt like the movie did it you know that that, that is true so i'm glad that they did it in the movie um because you know i you know communicating with my grandparents we were talking taiwanese right so that's wow. kind of how, how he was talking to his grand grandma and then when he's talking to his own mother he would respond in Mandarin and his mom would talk to him in Taiwanese. For right? people who don't understand the language though, it, is it super different? Yeah, uh, you can't, 
you because can't. they looked like they were interchanging and they each all understood when one was talking Taiwanese and one was talking Mandarin. Yeah, but if you don't know Taiwanese, yeah, you won't be able to carry a conversation. Wow. <laughs> that's so that's so trippy, right? Because yeah. like because you as an audience, you're reading it all, right? Yeah. And you just think, oh, yeah. all these characters must know yeah. this one language, but really, Asia is so crazy. Like there's like a hundred different Mandarin languages within right? like one town, right? Is that yeah? That's so. Nice. So the pre in present day, the daughter probably will have a difficult time talking to the grandma. Because she always spoke Mandarin. Yeah, in the movie. In the movie, she only spoke Taiwanese. Okay, that's what yeah. I said. Yeah. And then the daughter, Angela, didn't speak Mandarin until the very, very end. I noticed that. <laughs> that she she asked what's their what's her name? And yeah. Yeah, she yeah, was yeah. saving that little bit for you guys. Yeah. That little bit that she knew, she was mm -hmm. saving to the end of the movie. Yeah. She surprised yeah. you guys. Um, when you, so you have movies like Crazy Rich Asian, that the whole cast, all Asians. You have uh, Parasite that won an Oscar, uh, uh, all Korean cast. Yeah. Then you have a movie like Tiger Tail, which actually came out around the time Parasite had yeah. dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when you see films like that, how does how does it feel for you as an Asian American? I feel represented. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had an all Asian cast. Yeah, um, but it's it feels good to to be able to see that, and it feels good to be part of it because I I helped make that movie. Right. So yeah. That's what's a little bit rewarding for me. Has your mom seen the movie? Yeah. Yeah. What, what were her thoughts on it? She only gave me one comment. She said it was good, but. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> she uh she said the dialects a little like the accents a little off. Yeah. Okay. okay. So when we were doing yeah. research on the movie, the number one complaint, which I at the time thought was strange, why anybody would complain about it, but yeah. everyone complained about the accents. Yeah. Of the actors. So can you touch a little bit like why it it would be a problem for people in the community? Um, it's just because it's like. They cast non-Taiwanese actors. Okay. <laughs> you know, some of the characters, you know, the actors are from like mainland China or yeah, so then their accent doesn't sound like you're from Taiwan, even though you're playing a Taiwan per Taiwanese person. Uh, um, but people who know, like, you know, me or my mom, they were like, um, Taiwanese person won't talk like that. <laughs> you know? That's so yeah. funny you say that because yeah. when we yeah. were we were watching and I think I told you this story we were watching Thirty Rock and Sama Hayek was supposed to be playing a Puerto Rican yeah from New York and I remember having such a fit about it because she, she didn't sound not like sound it. like a Puerto yeah. Rican from New York yeah not even the lady who played her mom sounded like a Puerto yeah. Rican from New York and I got so pissed off because I was just like. Why wouldn't there's a million Puerto Rican actors? Why wouldn't yeah. you just fucking pick a Puerto Rican actor? But then you're like, I'm right. a Hayek, right? Yeah. You, know you see, you my, my theory though was that um that the show is supposed to be coming from a comedic perspective of a white person, and that to a white person working in there, they can't tell the difference. <laughs> yeah. You know. But for you, was like it? That. So I guess the question really is, is it great to be represented or is there still like a part where it's kind of like, well, couldn't you find an all Taiwanese cast? 
Yeah, um, I'm mixed with that um, because sometimes it's like, you know, it's a balance. It's like, do you want a really good actress with a name who's not from Taiwan? Right. Or do you want a real, you know, or do you want to be authentic? Person, but you know, it's it's hard to, you know, and especially for an American movie to cast. Right. You know, they want they want you know. There's not a lot of superstars in Taiwan, right? From, you know, so they kind of just like, you know, expand to China, and then they're like, okay, you know how to speak the language. We have a dialect coach. We'll make it work. But you know, you can't perfect everything. <laughs> Are you so movies like Crazy Rich Asians? Right? It just seemed like every famous Asian person you knew was in that movie. Yeah. Do movies like that kind of overshadow the story because it kind of just feels like a variety show like you just have all it's like you're taking all the asian actors that you know and throwing them in one movie yeah or is it more of a powerful statement bringing them all together to tell the story i think the latter because i i kind of you can also kind of compare that to black panther so oh, all yes. <laughs> um but i don't think that for me as i'm watching the movie i don't think that takes away from the story at all Oh, that's dope. Um, so, um, I forgot my question. Well, I got a question. Yeah, um, question. so as far as the film, what what scenes were there that you were directly in charge as far as influencing on? Um, well, I'm only an assistant director, so I don't have much creative. Yeah, um, but like you were, because I remember you were telling us a story about how you since you spoke Mandarin and Chinese, Mandarin yeah. and uh, Chinese, yeah, yeah, yeah. it helped out as far as you speaking to the actors. Yeah, yeah. So I think my the advantage of having me on set is having a Mandarin Taiwanese crew member um, to be on set because the actor, uh, Hong Chi Li, who plays a teenage or young adult, uh, he was from Taiwan. We flew him in and he did not speak English at all. Um, even though we had a translator on set, you know, I'm also an asset because I'm, I'm right on set, I'm right next to camera. If there's any like quick um, directions from Alan, I could just give him. Um, right, because you speak conversational Taiwanese, yeah. not just translating it. Yeah, yeah, so you know, like if I, if I, you know, tell him to stand on a mark or tell him to, you know, say a line slower, you know, so stuff, simple <laughs> direction, I could just, you know, relay that, which is yeah. uh, instead of going through three different people, yeah, I can you know it could come directly from the actor and then for me to the act, uh, from, from the director to the actor. So it's just the fast. How, how did it feel to flex your uh, language muscle like that? It, well, I I wish I spoke Mandarin more in my daily life, <laughs> but you can. I think yeah. you can. That's, yeah. You know, so that's why I'm you. like, oh, I how never. How she know? <laughs> I never get to speak this at work, so it felt kind of good, you know, like. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I never get because it's like you're you're using something, you know, that in a world, you have a unique area where you can where if it comes in, it's very very useful, you know. Yeah. It's like if you're in customer service and mm -hmm. somebody who needs someone who speaks uh, sign language, and you're the only person who does, it's like mm -hmm. trick the trick hat, yeah. you know? You tap into it and it just comes natural. Yeah. Um, real quick. So, yeah. I always like asking our guests this. You have a very non-traditional career. 
Um, mm. And while watching this movie, the father kept kind of cutting ass on his daughter's boyfriend. I'm they yeah. never tell what it is that he did, but I'm feeling as if it wasn't a tr like he was an artist of some sort. Is that what it was supposed to be? Yeah, because he no. was like, take care of you. He has a whole backstory that we completely deleted. Oh, um, wait, the boyfriend? The boy, the, wait, Angela, husband. Oh. Angela's husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they got, they're married. Oh. I don't even think they even explained that. It was so, so fast. So they, yeah, okay, so that was a, that was a flashback to when yeah. she moved into that apartment. Yeah, because they yeah. mentioned that later on that her husband left her. Yes. Wait, so tell us what the back, now I wanna know, what the hell is the backstory? Yeah, there was, there's a, there, we shot two completely different versions of the movie. <laughs> so we, yeah, there was one original story which we shot that contained a lot of uh, Angela's character. Um, she had a whole backstory and, she, you know, um, so I think audiences missed out because they could really understand her more as a character. Um, yeah, because it says she kind of just seems like her father's just keep ragging on her for nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then now we we came back for reshoots months later, and then um, I assume like they just wanted to focus on the father's story, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, they just changed the whole story. Um, Damn, that sucks. I wanted yeah. I, I wanted them to dive deep. Well, it kind of like just sounded like he was cutting ass on. <laughs> Yeah, like she. Well, basically, they there was a there was a scene where she's talking to him in the restaurant and says, uh, "Eric left me, and I think it was all my fault." Yes. Right? What did she do? We we shot an entire, we shot a lot of scenes where she actually meets one of her coworkers, and then starts an affair. Um, but she was ha she was happy. It wasn't like she was in a a happy you know, wife. Bad relationship. Bad marriage. She was in a very happy marriage, but she <coughs> happened to connect with this guy more, and then had an affair, and then towards the end, she, you know, like the husband felt a distance with her, with, you know, with her, and then oh. that. so that's what happened. So then, so then when the when the when the father was like, "Are you sure you want to marry this guy?" He's like, "Yeah, I love him," you know. And then, you know, like a, the old Chinese, you know, old school way, he's like, love isn't about everything. He needs to be able to support you. But, you know, right. us young Americans, but like, love is number one. We, you know, we just want to marry because <laughs> of love. So about that. <laughs> you know? So, you know, the dad, you know, doesn't want to say, I told you so. You didn't listen to me. Look what happened. Oh, you know, like, that explains the weird kind of tension between yeah. them. I mean, you can, you can really see how they're like opposing mirrors of each other because his wife leaves him and he becomes cold and stern as yeah. her husband leaves her and she want, she's looking for a connection and emotion, someone to support her. Like, yeah. like, you can really see how opposite they handle things. Yeah, but then you also understand the relationship of her parents. It's like, I never loved you. I. I married you to come to America for a better life. Yeah, but you like, I, that was, I saw that obviously from all the way when you watch the movie, but it also just seems like he stopped enjoying his life. Once he left the girl Definitely. that he really wanted to be like, Definitely. be with, he yeah. kind of just stopped his life. He was just sad and miserable the whole time. Yeah. And she moved on. She moved on. Yeah. She's like, 
way happier. She's married, retired, the whole thing. And he only seems happy when he's with her. And then any shot with his kids, he it's almost like he seems resentful. Yeah. Like, but then another thing is the, the the kids don't even know that part of his life. Yeah, they only know the third understand. part. They don't understand the sacrifices, you know? Manny made a good point about his mom. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was saying that it, it's just crazy because um, he, he marries a woman he doesn't love to give his mom a gift of going to America, which she never wanted to do. Yeah. And so he ruined the, half this, his ex-wife's life. Yeah. He, Missed out on his own life. <laughs> yeah. He missed out on the girl <laughs> that he yeah. wanted to be with because he thought he, he knew better. And he doesn't have a relationship with. Yeah, all because he thought he knew better. It really like shows like communication is really important, you know? Yeah. Because he decided, he makes all these decisions on his own. He doesn't ask anybody. It also yeah. just, it also just kind of shines a light on the sacrifices that we don't know that our parents made yeah. and why they might have been hard on us so why their mentality is way different from ours yeah. um but with that being said the the question i wanted to ask when yeah. you decided this is the career and the path that you wanted to go down um what was that conversation like with your mom was she like yeah no whatever you dream no. on you can do <laughs> absolutely not she uh she didn't give me any a lot of support uh, oh, really? Yeah, she she frequently asked, when are you going to get a real job? When are you going to get a real job? And I'm like, mom, this is my job. I'm a freelance worker. So it's like, you don't have steady income. Right. How are you going to pay bills? And I mean, I I don't want to, you know, office nine to five job. This is what I want to do. So I kind of, that's what I pursued, you know? So, yeah. you know, like I started, you know, I started as a production assistant, which is like the lowest position on a, on a film set. Right. And that's how I, you know, I did that for a couple of years and then to to get to where I am now. So how long have you been in this field? Um, how, how long has it been? 14, 13, 14 years or so. So yeah. do you like periodically kind of tell your mom oh look oh look it's an anniversary of when no that's funny no i think you know like in the beginning she would you know she would voice her feelings but now it's just like okay you've been you've been doing this for so long are you the fancy director son and she's like oh this is my son john he's, he's a, a director, director. <laughs> no, <laughs> do you have netflix you know, like even when I saw, when, even when I'm like, oh, you know, I'm working on Tiger Tail, and you know, it's a, it's you know, it's a movie about you know our, you know, our country, and then you know, I was excited for her to see it, and the only thing, the only criticism she says like, oh, the accent's off. I'm like, okay, thanks, mom. Like, <laughs> like Wait, oh, I just made history right now, lady, and that's all you got. For me. Yeah, and she's like, yeah, the accent's a little off. They couldn't, they cast it, you know. Non-Taiwanese people. I'm like, all right. Mom, I can't <laughs> see it in their face. Well, Tiger Tail is not the only project that you dropped. Um, you now also have a cutie patootie little baby. Yeah. You have your very own daughter. Yeah. When you watch movies like Tiger Tail, what, what does that make you feel now that you know that you're a girl dad, you have a daughter, you're going to have, like, to go through that. Yeah. 
I, I guess I learned from the you know, learn from the decisions these characters make. Because I'm like, I don't want to be an estranged, you know, father. I want to, you know, be involved, you know, as involved in her life as possible. And the big thing is communication or the lack thereof in, in their case. Right. Um, as... but, you know, the main factor was just, it's just uh, a generational and uh, cultural gap. Right. You know? um, um, but, you know, as... me growing up in America, I hope that we don't have that much of a culture. Well, as a daughter, I can tell you, we're really hard. Um, so you have your work cut out for you. <laughs> you know, if this movie fixes at least one father-daughter relationship out there, I mean, pat yourself on the back, you man. You should pat yourself on the back. <laughs> um, this has been so much fun. I'm so happy we were able to get you on and talk about this movie. You guys, if you haven't seen it, I know a lot of people are still stuck at home. Check it out. Tiger Tail on Netflix. John, let the people know where they can find you. Um, my Instagram is uh, Chinito Mendez. Chinito Mendez. That's for another show, guys. If you're wondering why his Instagram is Chinito Mendez, that's a whole other show. Yeah. Uh, and you guys can find me on IG at Nikki Trends. And I'm like, I got no time for this. And if you guys want to just follow up on what we're doing and all the silliness, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Bubble Bath Stories. John, thank you so much again for joining us. And yeah, you guys, we will see you next week. Bye. Thanks for having me.